Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching and re-watching Sex and the City and movies with you. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. And we are speaking to you virtually. We are speaking to you virtually. We are in separate locations now. Dude, Podcasting in 2022. The first, the first time we did this, they there was some software that was up, but first time we did this when like first week of COVID. Mm-hmm. When we, it was just insane. Oh, it was we were nuts. like, we were running a zoom and we each had like recording equipment in front of us that we all had to like sync and make sure we did it correctly. And it was very stressful. It was just, it was insane. And, and that was the moment when we said, you know what, we could, we can end it all. Like mm-hmm. not even the podcast, literally kill ourselves, kill ourselves, or we can keep going forever. Somebody just sent us a message on Instagram that said, that you can never stop this podcast. And that's oh, actually wow. what we chose. That is what we chose. We yeah. are we are in Sex in the City podcast jail for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is a, as you can see, we're going to talk about uh, our friend Alyssa, who we had on a while ago. Yeah. But um, we have a rewatch. We just did a rewatch in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up on our Patreon. We have another rewatch with me, you, and John. Yep. Um, that's up. Uh, oh, that yeah. The rewatch with me and you of um, time and punishment is on the yep. Patreon. That's on our Patreon. Which yeah, we, t- time and punishment was fucking good. It's such a good episode to rewatch. It was amazing. It's the uh, it's the Carrie you broke my heart episode. It's a, no no no. It's not the Carrie you broke my heart episode. It's after you broke my heart. It's the slap the nicotine patch on episode, and yeah. Aiden's punishing her. Such a it's good. When like Nick, that, it's when it's when Aiden is unveiled as an abuser. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, and also Aiden is out of current fashion yet again because people are smoking again. So there you go. He's he's out. Twenty years later, he fell out of fashion once yeah. again. It's uh it's peak sex in the city though season yeah. season four peak sex in the city. But yeah, yeah, we've got, we've, we've, this is kind of like our midsummer, our late summer sit back, reflect, and, uh, we're, we're going back to sex and city rewatches. We wanted to, we'll talk about Alyssa, like you said, in a second, but we wanted to put this episode out again and it's been like a great summer of, of, uh, like, and just like that ended, we were like, shoot, what are we going to do? And now it's been a great summer of uh, of movies, movies, and then and, getting back with the gals. Yeah, just rewatching everything. We should rewatch and just like that again. Yeah, we absolutely I think, should. I think we should do that with um with with uh, an array of guests. I would love to do that. Yeah, a, an, we, array, um, an array king of guests. An array an array king of guests. What's that? What's that over there? Here's a hat. Ooh, it's a bass guitar. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. You just went full Robin Williams. Oh, uh, oh. I mean, also ADD, huge ADD. Robin Williams. Um, ah, uh, play jazz. Ooh, ba 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 yeah. So we should do Hocus Pocus on the Patreon. We should absolutely do Hocus Pocus on the Patreon because when we started uh, doing our movies, we've done mostly rom-coms. We've, we've gone a little bit into like high school movies and stuff like Clueless and we did 10, 10 Things I Hate About You on the Patreon, but we should 
absolutely do Hocus Pocus. He's got SJP and they have Hocus Pocus 2 coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely do that. Um, we should really delve back into, we've said that we were going to do some Sex in the City adjacent movies. Mm. And uh, Hocus Pocus would be good. Um, you know what would be amazing is mm. Mannequin with Kim Cattrall. Oh, it is such a good eighties movie. I mean, she's also in big trouble in little China, but mannequin is so good. So good. It's got her and the guy that plays Anthony in designing women. I've never seen mannequin. Um, one, another one that I did see that is like, it's, it's like kind of in the, you've got male situation, Mm -hmm. but it is sex in the city adjacent, Mm -hmm. but we can't spend three episodes on it. It's just Mm -hmm. not worth three episodes, but, Uh but a nice thick long episode uh, would be serendipity. (laughs) You've put up the clip of, uh, of John Corbett playing flute. It's like a Moroccan flute, (laughs) flute influencer. He's a, he's, he's playing the clarinet. Uh, That's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. And he is just, I mean, he's playing it serious, but then he gets like a little, you can tell they let him stretch his wings and do some like comedic flair too. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting because that's another SATC adjacent movie. And I watched it before we started doing movies mm-hmm. and it's like, you just, you want that movie to be great. And it's just not, yeah. it, it's like a facsimile of a great movie because yeah. you're like, it has, uh, Kate Beckinsale, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, John Cusack. So it's like really great actors set in New York, a really great like um, rom-com premise, mm-hmm. but it's just like, you know, when a mo- if you copy and paste a picture too many times, it's pixelated and you're like, mm-hmm. that's like, it's just a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. That's serendipity. And then you look at it and you're like, is this a good movie? But it, it's definitely a comfort watch. Like it doesn't come together, but it is, we would have plenty to talk about. Yeah. I think it's a Bradshaw boys. It's a great Bradshaw boys movie because there's plenty to make fun of. So mm-hmm. as long as people get on board with it, like mm-hmm. there, it is worth watching and there's plenty to plenty to plenty to talk about with that. So yeah, that'd be fun. It, it would be super fun. It's like the thing, uh, it, uh, it's multiplicity with Michael Keaton. It's like he keeps making Bro. copies of himself and you don't That's a good know movie. that. Yeah. And the dumb copy shows up one day. I told you one time that I worked at this one job and we had this one intern we called multiplicity because he was, he was super Stupid. on top. No, he was super on top of it. And he was like really attractive and just like very, like seemed a lot older than his years. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, dude, that intern is amazing. And then literally the next day he showed up and was was terrible and like dumb as rocks. And then the <laughs> next day he would show up and he was good. And then he would go in varying degrees and he was multiplicity. So that is what that is what serendipity. I think he Mannequin. was a drug I think he was a drug addict who was using <laughs> on certain days, but that's what it was. I just described But you had who, the funnier version of of his tragic life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could, we just got to make fun of him. Um, well, before well, that'll be going on on the Patreon, go sign up for the Patreon. If you want to, if you want a new episode this week, um, of our rewatch of time and punishment and some movies, uh-huh. but this episode we're re-releasing cause it's very special. Cause Alyssa Limpuris is a comedian that we've been, uh, kind of known for a long time in the comedy scene. Uh-huh. And she has a special that is very special, uh-huh. uh, coming out on, Peacock on Peacock. 
Um, I wish Peacock had a sound effect that was like ding dong. It was like Peacock. Peacock. Um, yeah, she has it. It's coming out. It, 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 I guess by the time this is out, it will have just come out. It comes out August 12th. And so, uh, so it's out right now by the time you're hearing this. And yeah, it's her one woman show. It's a, it's a comedy special. She actually did. It's, it's called No Bad Days and it's on Peacock. And it's mm. like you said, it's very special because it's about, uh, it's about, uh, the, the year her dad died. And after mm-hmm. her, her dad died of a brain tumor. And so it's her telling the story of that, but making it into a really like heartfelt, touching and super funny story. She did it in New York and yeah. around a lot. And I remember when she was living in New York around the time we had her on this episode that we're going to that we're going to re-release here. She yeah. was doing it in New York. So it's really cool to see something that, you know, was done at a, a 50 person the comedy theater yeah. now be a peacock special but it's it's really funny it's very very heartfelt but also like touches on it in such a beautiful interesting yeah. way yeah and um you should follow her she kind of blew up on twitter she's very funny on twitter with her videos and her very, mom video just, the mom video is is the one that that yeah. really really blew her up of like mom telling me to do things mom when i come home yeah yeah and um yeah like you said it's really it's really cool because i don't know there's comedians all around new york working on different things and it is funny when not funny it's like it's really cool sometimes when you see just uh people get a big show or get something that you saw like was they're just like hustling around for a little while and a bunch of our guests have had things like that but this one uh uh, is yeah, I think really special. So I know I'm not going to uh, sugarcoat things. I'm sure a lot of you don't have Peacock because I literally was like, I need to download the app Peacock to watch this or whatever. <laughs> totally. Um, but I think they have The Office back now or something. I don't know. They, they have like shit worth having, and there's like a free tier. So I don't know. Well, here's the thing: they have they have The Office back. They just like switched The Office from there. I think you can still watch Parks and Rec on Netflix, but they have The Office. They just added a bunch of new movies. Also, they have like a seven day free trial. So either that or if you don't do the seven day free trial, do the one month. We're not sponsored by Peacock. Peacock, yeah. if you want to sponsor us, then sponsor us. And you yeah, know, but uh, but I just signed up. It was great. I signed up to watch um, John Early, uh, John Early and Kate Berlant have oh, sick. a special there i think peacock is like beginning to make push into streaming comedy specials now but i just watched theirs and then i saw Alyssa's, and so i was like oh sweet i'm gonna keep it to watch Alyssa's. sweet so sign up for a month watch Alyssa's special watch john early special and caper lance special and um and then watch a couple episodes of the office and then watch the movies with us um on our patreon we'll watch some movies there yeah and uh, you know what and then and then turn off your phone for a little bit. Turn off your phone. Go on a walk in the woods. Go on a walk in the woods. Get your life back together. Read Bill Bryson's book, A Walk in the Woods. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, go watch it because as people that work really hard on stuff that way more people will hear like uh, our podcast than like certain other projects that Corey and I do or John and I do than like... Than, uh, you know, like more people sometimes follow uh, something that is more popular, but not like your passion project. And I'm sure for Alyssa, this is very, very meaningful totally. and and a very unique thing. So if you've gone through, if you like comedy, 
if you've gone through losing a parent or anything and want to laugh about it, she's brilliant. And mm-hmm. I, f- I'm, I for one am very excited to see it. So, um, hopefully we can get a few of the views on there and then go tweet about it or Instagram about it and let her know how you feel about it because I think it's going to be really great. Yeah. I also think, um, I also think, uh, I mean, one thing that is kind of cool about this too is, uh, you're hearing in, in, and as we're releasing her episode, you're hearing this is a season one Bradshaw Boys episode. It's, Damn. Uh, Are you serious? I think it's La Douleur Exquise, the exquisite pain. <laughs> um, and uh, it is, uh, no, it's season two. The Sex and the City season two, Still episode early. 12. Still early, though. It's the, it's the one where Charlotte, the guy has the shoe fetish with her. Um, and, uh, Big oh, I think it's the Carrie and McDonald's. Carrie busting out the McDonald's. Iconic. Um, iconic. But yeah, you're hearing some early Bradshaw boys pre listen, we talked about at the beginning we had about a, how when we, we did had this a for the first time, way pre us doing remote recording stuff. Pre anyone yeah. doing remote recording. No we, one knew what Zoom was when we did this. We had on um Alyssa for this episode, but we couldn't get the guest that we wanted. We wanted Ray Kroc on the episode. <laughs> um and we couldn't fa- get Ray Kroc, the founder the of founder. of McDonald's. Yeah. Um, but because of that iconic moment, we just wanted to, the interview to be like, look, that's yeah. your bag. And him be like, Yes. <laughs> And then we're like, which character are you? And he's like, I have other important stuff to do. And we're like, all right, we'll get Alyssa. This interview's not going well. Totally. Other other little Michael Keaton tie in there, though. The founder. Mm-hmm. Multiplicity. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, we recorded this back in um, 2018 was when we first recorded this episode. Well, enjoy Alyssa. No bad days. Peacock, enjoy this episode. And guess what? We'll see you next week. Later, taters. Enjoy the episode. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through Sex in the City for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. I am standing. My name is John Sieber. <laughs> he is. John's standing. Usually I'm sitting, but today I'm feeling like I'm going to be doing some of this standing up, guys. You got one knee planted on a stool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Big. And we have our guest, comedian extraordinaire Alyssa Limparis. Oh my god, hello Bradshaw boys. Happy Hi. to be here. Thanks, Thanks for being for here, Alyssa. Of course. Now, uh, I've never watched Sex and the City, not even once. That was going to really? be my Zero first time. question. Can you, you read believe my that? mind. You've never seen an episode. I would say it's the sort of thing where it's been on and I've I've seen it. I know the players, but I, I've never seen start to finish an episode. So. Okay. What's your one or two, what are your shows that are like, oh, that's like what I would take to a desert island? Well, I think it's cliche, but I'd take the Dateline. office. I'd take, yeah, okay. it's cliche, but God, I'd take Fox News. For, I'd take it. Listen, I'd take Fox News. Listen, Fox you press. can leave it on that desert island. You get it out of here. Um, office. I feel like the office is, oh, God. So Which good. one, British so or American? Good. American. I'm okay. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Don't apologize. Don't well, apologize for that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, and, oh, you know what? Maybe Gilmore Girls. That might be my Sex in the City. Gilmore okay. Girls. Okay. That, that has massive fan base. Yes. Big and fan base. devoted 
and a like, po- and a podcast. Yeah. No more guys. No yeah. more guys. Oh no way. Yeah. There you go. They already Uh-oh. finished everything in their last. I gotta get going, boys. What? I gotta go. I gotta make you a call. You have a different different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I got a different. Yeah. Hang on. I'm in the wrong place. What? Who's who's the who's the main Gilmore? The mom in that Lauren Graham. Lorelai. Lauren Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Their their last episode. They interview Lauren Graham. <gasps> Yeah, you got something to look forward to. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, that's cool. We we have never seen it. We just saw, like, before John and Corey had seen a few episodes. I'd never seen yeah. it, and uh, and so we're watching through. So you don't need to know anything about. I it. I love that we're newbies, and we only really at this point we only really know up to where we're at. We know right. we've heard spoilers from people that follow the podcast, and we mm-hmm. always say spoilers are off the table. Yeah. Um, but you don't know any spoilers. You don't know anything about I the know. show. Yep, okay, I let me ask them. you this. Then. Sure. You are you're a woman. Yes. You live in this city. Yes. You lived in this city for a couple of years now, a while. Yeah, six. Okay, so you've heard from people that Sex in the City was like, pe- like people have moved here because of Sex in the City. Yes. People define their New York experience as someone who knows a little bit about that show but has never seen it. Did it influence you living in New York? Has it influenced your experiences at all? Mm. Or in the second part of that question, if not that, is there a show that has for you? Mm. I don't think it, I don't think it did. Um, did it influence? No, I don't think it did. Um, but what show brought me here? Uh, Dateline. You can say coach. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I just, I didn't want, I wanted, I always wanted to be here. Is, uh, really? Yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from Seekonk, Massachusetts. Okay. And then I went to school in Vermont, and so I just was like, I was itching. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. To what, get. Then to what the New York things wanted to bring you? You're a comedian, mm-hmm. actress. Comedian and actress. Yeah, I, I wanted to move here since I was like, yeah, 18. I really like the noise, and I, I've just realized I'm I'm not meant for quiet places. Do you feel like? Because I feel like you. Do you ever think in the back of your head, you're like, oh, gonna, probably going to do L.A. at some point? Because I yes. feel like you're on, you're like, you're four years away from blowing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. You're like I, f- four years from like the, the Alyssa Limpera show. Oh, my God. Paris. Oh, my God. Thank you. And then and then I'm 20 years away from three men in a basement going, yeah, so we're three boys who have never seen the Alyssa Limpera <laughs> show. <laughs> we're going through one, day, one episode one at a time. time. <laughs> to be honest, that show didn't really have a lot of bearing on me moving to L.A. <laughs> I'd never seen it. I just always wanted to live here. I like sunshine and In-N-Out burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and fake people. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I really always wanted to be an actress, so New York was that yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, I I think my biggest New York thing, I remember I saw Taxi Driver when I was in high school, and that didn't make me want to move here, but it was definitely like, whoa, that's cool. The first time I came here was, when was the first time you visited New York then? Oh, my God. I remember visiting. My first memorable experience was we had a Spanish exchange student, Alberto, living with us and his whole family was here. And my uh, my dad made all of us. So it was like both of our families. We all had to wear I Love New York shirts. And and we I just remember we walked from the Empire State Building all the way down to the Statue of Liberty. And we were all like just so hungry and wanting to like go to FAO Schwartz. And my dad and we just instead were awful tourists. Well, I used to. Uh, I, is that Sex in the City? Yeah, that is. <laughs> is That's the opening credits. Yeah. That's the <laughs> That's four the of them thing. in oversized. I love New York. Shirts. But they go to FAO Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. 
She we do talk shoes sometimes on the show if there's we have like a most New York and least New York moment because sometimes they'll just nail it and they'll be like, that's exactly what New York is. And sometimes they'll be like, you know what? Every once in a while, you just got to. And they say something that's like, no, nah, that's not mm, the yeah. case at all. Everyone's yeah. out for a casual Tuesday night dinner at Nobu. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I have a friend who was in town working on a TV show recently and he was like, we were going to get a drink and he was like, yeah, I can't wait to hang out. Honestly. Uh, kind of want to go to Nobu, but could be talked out of it. And I was like, I'll talk you out of it right now. <laughs> I know another Irish bar that would be better. That's yeah. $5 beers. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Sex and the City now would just be like, why didn't we, why'd we come to Manhattan? I'd just like to stay in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, totally. I was in, I was in Chelsea yesterday. Because that's the only place that my movie pass would let me see Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, what is the deal with movie pass, man? Oh They're man, just, uh, it's a nightmare. But yeah. we'll be looking back at this for like four years. We'll be listening. We'll be like, oh yeah, we'll like, oh, remember yeah. Movie Pass when we got to see <laughs> free movies for remember dirt cheaters? And that, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, we'll look back fondly. It's also so funny because it's like movies were like seventeen dollars a movie, yeah. and then the the pass was just like half of that for yeah. all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. seven dollars, and you can see. Everything. Everything. Like, yeah. Wait, okay. All right. Sounds uh, good. It got me into Chelsea yesterday when I wasn't even going to be in in Manhattan, and then saw a movie, and then wandered to Madison Square Park, then had Shake Shack at like wow. eleven p.m., oh, nice. and then it was just like me and my girlfriend were like, you know, like why, why don't we, why didn't we do this smart? This is yeah. great. And then <laughs> it took like an hour and fifteen minutes to On get train, home, yeah. and it was hot, and we were just like, what the fuck? It's this is a nightmare. So. I know. So it's like, it's that back and forth, you know? I know. Yeah. I had my New York moment today on my way here. A guy looked at me and he said, damn, baby, you look like summer. I said, please. No. He said, come on. I said, I have a boyfriend. He said, that doesn't mean you can't smoke weed with me. <laughs> hey, you know, and he, he wasn't wrong. And he wasn't wrong. And it was some good weed. And it was good California weed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your pupils are so <laughs> No, huge right no, now. guys. No. There is a, there is a Sex in the City episode where these construction workers, they just harass Miranda like when she goes into this restaurant like all day. And then finally she's like, yeah, you want to fuck me? Let's fuck. <laughs> and then the guy's like, I'm married. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, what do, what do we, what do we want to talk about this episode? What's the episode called? Oh, yeah. What's I'm looking title? it up right now. We, oh, it's, uh, it's season season. It's, it's the well, one after. Evolution. Well, you look it up. Why don't we just talk about a little bit of what you've been up to? Lately? Okay. Because we've uh, we know each other, and um, you, you everyone should go watch your videos that are doing very well on the internet. Oh, your mom videos. They're my mom vids. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And is that inspired by your mom? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I lived. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with my mom, and then she moved into the city and like lived with me for a large chunk of time after my really? dad. After my dad died, she moved to the city. She didn't want to be in seat in seat where we're from, and so she just moved with me into my apartment, and it was you know. It's a lot. It, yeah. These are small apartments. And so just watching her being with me 24-7 and like interacting with New York was very funny to me. So I just made and I did an impersonation of the her. The first one was mom visiting New York, New York yeah, exactly. at the apartment. It wasn't the apartment yet. It, yeah, I guess she was at the apartment. It was just kind of a vague mom in New York. Yeah. So many of those lines are so... What What was the one? <laughs> you were... Uh, oh, I should have watched it, right? Wait, can we pause this and watch it and then comment on it after? 
Let's walk. We'll watch it, watch it. after because there's a few lines that I have to. We have to talk to about. unpack. Okay, so we did that, to. and then you had a tweet that went viral. This is like the dumbest shit. That it's just like, <laughs> it. But it it is it is interesting to talk to someone who got, had a tweet go viral. What happens? What was the tweet? Okay, well here's an interesting thing. Yes. So the yes tweet went crazy viral. It was like about the airplane one or the yeah, Melania the airport the, one. You have I two. Think. Well, oh, the Melania coffee was, one. I would I would say that's not crazy viral. That's vi- That's like how many retweets. We'd have to look. <laughs> We'd have to look, but also I know that number by heart. <laughs> We'd have to look, but only so I can stumble across something else on my phone to be like, oh, it was also this. Uh, no, I'm not quite sure. But the um, airport one, what was the airport tweet? Because that had like 380,000 retweets. Wow. Yeah, that one went crazy. It was like the airport is a lawless place. Uh, tired, sleep on the floor. Uh, oh, yeah, like thirsty, have a beer at 6 a.m., Hungry, sleep on the Ch- chips this are seventeen dollars. Chips and then hungry chips are now seventeen dollars. Yeah. Um, so you throw that up. That's just a random thought you have in the day. That's random funny. thought I had. I was on. Yes, yes. And then the it was kind of nice because I didn't get internet on the plane, so mm-hmm. I tweeted it before getting on the plane. Wow. And then when I put my put my airplane mode off, I had all these notifications. Very that's, fun. That's, that's like so the better great. experience. Better of, experience. Do you remember the yes, woman the years Africa. ago? Yes. The woman yes. who said, I'm about to go to Africa for work. Hope I don't get AIDS. And yes. when she landed, she didn't it, have a job. it was like a giant news story yeah. and she was fired. That's exactly it. You yeah. were the better version yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Big Chips was mad at me. But yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Tostitos was like, Just, you will never work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't work for Tostitos. Yeah, that yeah, was really fun. Todd Lay, so, you're fired. So you were, you were saying... Uh, that there's an interesting thing about that. I would just say the interesting thing is it went it went very crazy viral, but it doesn't really do much for your following. Interesting. Well, is it, I've like, noticed that I see yeah. people that it's like 250,000 likes, and then you look and the person has like 530 followers. Yeah. And then and they always have a tweet underneath. It's like, while you're here, check out this other video <laughs> I like made. It's like my Etsy shop. I sell seashells. <laughs> yeah, in totally. yeah. That's inter- yeah. That is interesting, though. It is. And like my mom videos will, if they do well, they, that usually gets more followers. So it's just like, yeah, people have, uh, yeah, I don't know. Words are... Does that do does that do well though for like do you have random people reach out and be like, Hey, you're a comedian and actress. I saw this tweet that went crazy viral. I would like to I'd get like in to touch use it with for you my airplane this. commercial and not pay you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what happens. That's right? what happens. It's very fr- that's I would say that's the most frustrating part, and that's why I like doing videos because it's like no one can ever really take so those. But take words, that. everyone can just rob them and yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh um We'll uh, we'll post the videos and and our Perfect. massive follower of 560 people will just gobble revile. And we have the name of the episode. I found it, but I don't know how to pronounce the oh, words. Really? So I gave him the chorus. Fancy. So I'm going to butcher this because yeah. I took uh, like three years of French, French in yeah. high school I knew it and then two years of French, French in college, and I don't know much about French. Yeah. But it looks like it's called Here we go. Le Dollar Exquise. Oh. Oh. So the oh, exquisite dollar, I wow. believe, is what it would be. There but I, I, maybe I don't and that's know. That's why, because they're on the euro. <laughs> yeah. No, um, la doulou. There we go. I'm already I, done. I'm pretty sure. La no, I think you're right. Exquise. I got to imagine. I don't think it's dollar. I think doulour. I would guess that's pain. Ooh. Pain. Uh, Dolor in Spanish. Pain. Doulou. Uh, you're probably pain. right. Do you're you probably right. Spanish. I do. Wow. Well, there you go. And, I, and I think you're absolutely things. totally right. But we'll yeah. see, won't we? All right, we're going right. to go, gonna go gonna watch it, it and we'll be back. We'll be back. Au revoir. Episode 24, Le Douleur Exquise. Carrie is horrified when Big casually tells her he's moving to Paris for seven months. 
Miranda dates a man who only wants to have sex in places where they might get caught. Charlotte meets Buster, a high-end shoe salesman with a serious foot fetish. And Samantha introduces the girls to a hot new S&M restaurant. And now, back to the boys. Welcome, Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Bradshaw Exquisite, Boys. Exquisite pain. Exquisite pain. I do want to say that Alyssa nailed it, and I was completely wrong on my French translation, <laughs> which I did say. I don't know a lot of French. Uh, well, I, I, what a pain it was. What uh, a painful episode. So, oh my a lot God. of pain. Yeah, we were saying, and we, we were like, you kind of, for not seeing the show a lot, that was, uh, there was some heavier drama than is usually in an SATC episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it. And only three of the main characters, yeah, I will point out. Sam, Wait, Samantha was Samantha barely in that. Samantha she was just set it up, sort of, I suppose. Barely in it. Barely in she it. She just gave Carrie oh, yeah. the whip and the hat. And mm-hmm. the, Although the we did get a fourth storyline with, with Stanford. Stanford, yeah. Stanford yeah. gets I'm, his own storyline. I'm mm-hmm. not upset that she wasn't in that, because honestly, that would have, to me, I, it would have, they didn't need her, because she has, you kind of know what her thing would have been. It would have been like, you've never let someone hit you it's a little fun you should try it and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some guy like isn't into spanking her and then she dumps him oh i'm sorry kevin sex in the city is about the four ladies and the city yeah well <laughs> listen we have a new lady this time his name's willie garson and he's playing Stanford i understand Blatch, that but and i welcome him back to the table an episode without samantha is not an episode in my opinion wow uh, i'll put that flag down right now man we have really come out of the gate with a lot of shots fired so before we go any <laughs> further john would you like to recap that up for us yeah the episode was um may not have watched it uh the french word for exquisite pain and it's hard. It's hard to tie it all together. I guess. I mean, Miranda was kind of the comedic thing. She started dating um, Will Arnett, who who was a uh, a fellow reader like her, and uh, really interested in having sex in public. Turns out he was just really into Miranda, but he they went back to her place and they ended up having sex while her his parents walked in yeah his parents walked in and he knew it was going to happen i'm not sure what that has to do with enough is enough cuz that's what the, that's the theme of the episode that was carrie's through line is enough no, when kink. when do you kink well but carrie's 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 through line is when do you when do you know enough is enough when oh. is enough pain like, well enough is it? enough when you get off on your parents watching you're right, you you're, right, you're right you're right you're right you're right okay I, I, yep, yep, but for right. me that's that's when the the fun starts <laughs> for some um, people. <laughs> and then Charlotte uh um started uh trying on and eventually getting free shoes from Buster the shoe salesman which mm-hmm. move over Capote Duncan Buster might be my fr- favorite he has male character skyrocketed to of all time also played so by James Urbaniak Don't know who that is but he's James been, Urbaniak you are a genius He's been in he's been in like tons of different TV Fantastic. stuff Fantastic good Yeah he, he was crushed great it. Yeah. Uh, yeah also if you could if you can look it up that haircut in my opinion is always associated with a pervert, you know what I mean? like, like, like that. That specific, yeah, haircut. You know that guy's gonna be oh, a creep. Oh man, he did such a good. He was so funny, so good. Uh, and he start. He starts giving Charlotte free shoes in exchange for uh, touching her, uh, her feet. Mm. Uh, and she realizes enough is enough when he holds her feet for like six minutes and gives him a massage. Yeah, I mean, it, they infer that he just he gets off from that. Yeah. And uh, lastly, uh, we have Stanford, who uh, has been cybersexing. That's not a term you you hear too much anymore. This the old I cyber. Think cyber's been phased out yeah. entirely. Yeah, Cy- yeah. We, they were doing the internet sex. 
Uh, That's he was just playing, sex now. Yeah, Rick yeah, yeah. Nine Plus, and he was uh, he was getting uh, friendly with uh, Big Tool for you, and uh, they convinced to meet up at an underwear bar in the meatpacking district. And what was kind of his his enough is enough. That's I guess true. Cause he he was made, did he, he ever meet him? He yeah. met someone. He he was he made someone. vulnerable. He had to take off all his clothes and and go in and just his underwear and kind of make himself vulnerable. And I guess that was enough. That was that was kind of what his, brought him. His to... was his was I think dealing with his uh, deal like get his was kind of a positive of like uh, is am I gonna like go in here and take my clothes off going in my underwear or am I not? And he. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do that. And that's why it needed to be some, a positive. Yeah, a positive. Because if it would have been a negative, that would have been cruel. Too, yeah. yeah. Too much. We yeah. wouldn't have survived. We yeah. wouldn't have survived the episode. He, he, met a, he, he met a handsome young suitor who paid uh, bottom beer with some crotch dollars. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> lastly, we have Big and Carrie, who <sighs> probably the main thing in the episode, She she Big has to go to France for work and Carrie, what I think, freaks the Fonz real hard. And their relationship uh, is also over. Which it, it involves, the first one is is just a phone call. She's drunk, calls him when he, it, well, the, well yeah. the, the thing that kicks it off is that he's yeah. leaving for a business trip, going to France, and she is like, I'll be here when you get back. And then he basically is just like, by the way. No, and it's an important to make the distinction. Okay. Is that, is that they're talking about a summer share in the hands. That's what it is, you're right. And it wasn't like, I'm leaving for a week, and by the way, I might be staying for seven months. Right. It's it's I may not be here this summer, and right. we're not sure what what season it is, but he's still going to come back, and they're still going to have time to talk talk about it and process it. Right. And so he says, "I can't." She says, "Do you want to do this summer share? Just couples making plans." Right. And uh, he says, "I might not be here for the summer right. share because I might not be here this summer because I might have to go to France." Right. And then she's like, "When were you going to tell me this?" And then it comes out. He might have to move to France for like seven months, yeah. possibly, a uh, possibly a year. And he said he was going to tell her once, once he, he knew got more. the information. Once he got more details. Yeah. But it's been in the works for a while. And I'll say this. The saying it right before the right before leaving. Not not his not finest moment. Move. Not, not a, a good, good move, move by him at not all. Not a good okay. move. Okay. Yeah. As a, as a, as a so girl. So should he, should he, when she asked specifically about the summer plans. You know what you say just, in that? You say, you know what? Let's talk about it when I get back. Let's talk about it when I get Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree with you. Mm. He slept. Yeah, then he 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 started the fight. I think he wanted it. I think he he knew it was going to get a rise out of her. He knew I'm it. I'm so glad you're here. Yes, I could yeah. I could tell when it started. You were you were huge in Big's favor. No, right? I think I, th I don't think he should have brought it up. I think, but I also don't think you should lie if someone asks about your summer plans. I think like he could have dodged it. Yeah. However, I think that she still massively overreacted yeah um, I, you know what it is you know these things it's never about the one fight i haven't watched right. a lot of this but i could i i bet yeah that she's yeah. always felt that he doesn't prioritize yeah. her yeah and now Absolutely. this is highlighting that yeah. again yeah also boy, he he had a lot of moments that i i liked that a lot of moments were very uh is this do they always have hyper dramatized things? Is they that kind of a vibe? Yeah, show? they're the most hyper dramatized one out of the entire. Yeah, yeah. But this show. is their biggest fight. Yeah, 
This is their biggest. Yeah, she threw a fillet of fish. Fillet of fish at his TV. You don't launch a fillet of fish unless you're seriously fighting. Or or if you're, or if you're working at McDonald's and someone needs it quick, (laughs) you launch it across the dining. Yeah, that's just how you serve it at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Catch. Also, like, I I guess she was bringing him the greasy food because he likes it, and that was like her Mm. her peace offering. Because you know she doesn't eat that. She doesn't eat that. She's drinking her Cosmos. She's not eating McDonald's. No, I I think. Well, first, shout out to SJP. Besides whatever line she said when she threw the filet of fish was just like, whatever that was, sounded really bad. But besides that, I thought it was like her best acting. I thought yeah, her acting was great. great. Yeah, it was, it was really great. Because there's sometimes where... Like, I'm such an idiot or something like that. Yeah, there's just some of those scenes that I feel like sometimes she needs like a little more energy in yeah. whatever she's acting for it to really be like, oh shit, she's like, she can... Right. There's just sometimes it's a little too campy or something but totally i but, thought the acting especially in the phone call and the original fight were great but what i would say is okay we we've given her a hard time and she she gets a little crazy the party that she did a few episodes ago that was not cool right i do feel like this one has a little more grounding in in the fact that okay big knows that he's dating an emotional person yes and he, so they're still together. So you can't just be like, be like less emotional because there are people that he could date that would be like, yeah, go over there. I'm cool. Totally. And so. But she, she, she's had this realization before. She's had her friends tell her this before. She's had big tell her this before. It's like, how many times does she need to go through with it before she understands that he is an immovable object? Well, she breaks up with them at the end. So this many. This many. Okay. But he doesn't break up enough with her. Is enough is enough. I, I see what you're saying, but I, I just kind of side with her because it wasn't him coming over. It kind of lands in her favor because he was laying there being like, I slept with you. Come on back. Everything's fine. And she's like, it's not fucking fine. I've expressed myself. Again. Sorry, I was crazy earlier and I was crazy last week, but I need more than this. So I do feel like in the middle of the episode, I was annoyed with her. But then at the end, I'm like, I don't know. Like, But don't you also think that it's a valid question? The, the question that set her off. She she threw the, threw the McDonald's at him. She, she called him when she was drunk. She came over to apologize, which I think was the right move for her to do. And she's like, I'll just move to Paris. And his question was, make sure you're not doing this for me. Is that is that like is that not a valid question or is that is that deserve? I think it's a, I think it's one of those things that it's a it's a valid response on his point, but it definitely informs where your relationships yes. are. It's like we've been going out for we got back together. We've been going out for I don't know how long they've been going out for, like ten months or something like that. But then it's like, wait, don't move there for you. I was that's the whole reason I was gonna. And so then it's like, Oh, that's where we are. Okay. Like you that that informs what's going on. And there was no padding around it. It was not like, listen, I love you. I'd love to spend time with you in Paris, but just you know, so you make know. sure you just so you know where I'm at. This is where I'm at. That, yeah, that's true. He just he didn't pad any of his. She's a very emotional person, and he seems to not be a very emotional person no. at all. Hence the the what did she call it? Exquisite pain. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. You think I'm being too hard on her? I do. I do because I feel like the last. The, what was the fight about the last time at the party? At the, at the par- wedding. No, the, no, not at the, the wedding. He go the, a couple episodes ago. The they party go to where she fancy. almost blows the guy. They go to this. 
No, she didn't almost blow the guy. It was, that's it was, what a, that, it was that a misunderstanding. It was a misunderstanding. She wasn't actually gonna, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, but what was the, the fight about there? The fight there was that she got there and she didn't want to be there. They're at this art party, this Upper East Side art party. This woman that, like, everything in her house they is, like, white. They only sell clear liquors. They, she doesn't have anything brown in her house. It's very weird. But Carrie is kind of being a turd because she gets there and she, like, won't. She won't interact with anyone and is like, even though it's like a weird party, she's like really rude to everyone. And then mm. she ends up going outside and hanging out with this cater waiter she knows who's this lame magician. And then he's like, check out this belly button tattoo. And then when people walk out, it looks like she's blowing him, but she's looking at his tattoo. But why was but, she acting up from the beginning? I'm trying to find it. Because she, they had I a- thought she just didn't want to be there. Was there another reason? Because it wasn't her people? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever it was. We had all agreed that she was kind of being a child about it. She, No one was on her side. And for this, I'm just more on her side because I'm like, you know, people are, yeah, like, technically, my dad, my dad said this one time. I'm sure it's like, been passed down. He's like, you can either be right or you can be married. Hey, but, but put that on a mug. Put that on a mug. <laughs> but this, this is in a different, this is in a different I bet thing. your mom looks at him and says, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is in a category that's not like, hey, quit acting like an idiot in front of my friends. This is her being her normal self in front of him to him. And yeah, like you can be like, listen, like, don't call me at 530. That was messed up. But I feel like she's playing within the rules of being vulnerable. being a little crazy and, and being in love. And being in love. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know what you do? You You're like. You hang up the phone and then you call at nine and be like, don't, don't wake me up. Don't like, sweet. Let's talk about this another time. He's, he's kind of like wants to break up. That's he, what the vibe is. Like we thought when the McDonald's, we were like, oh, he's for sure going to break up with her. Remember? I thought, we yeah, really I thought, thought she was. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I didn't get the vibe that he loved her in any of it. I, mm. I got the vibe. He was sexually attracted to her. I think he likes he loves her he's just a he's an extremely guarded man and mm-hmm. he has had uh, he has had f- failed relationships in the past and he is he does not necessarily prioritize relationships as highly as she wants him to that- but he still i think he still loves her because he said he does mm-hmm. and i don't think he would ever say that unless he meant it I do think coming from someone as guarded as him, I do think that he actually does love her. And it's a priority mm. it's a, a priority issue. And he, you know, work is very important to him and and he's going to he's going to do the, do this because he knows that it's the safe play in his life and and he's probably scared to to get close to her because he's been burned in the past. And yeah. also I do I'm not think- trying to defend Big either. I think he is a complete asshole. I think like what he did the way he brought it up right before they left, misplay. But I, I just think she's like. They're a, at different a, stages. She yeah. wants something more than he wants. Or like you said, he's, yeah. Also, just the way this episode was, it, it when she was yelling at him with the Cosmo and stuff, and she was like, you're an old man. Ooh. Like this, th- this got more emotional and more, not necessarily cutting, but just like more emotional than usually everything is very quippy here. And this was like emotional dialogue scenes that you yeah. don't usually see in the show, or at least we haven't seen yet. Yeah. yeah. There definitely was like a, if you watched a few of those scenes, you, and that's all you knew of sex in the city, 
you'd think it was more dramatic and yeah it, then like but that's the definitely... tone wise they still it was very clear to me still like okay this like cause even the music the zooms <laughs> it was very yeah yeah, yeah. It was there very... was one i i forgot i i think it was when uh carrie and stanford were talking about what whether he should go to this thing and the music in the background was like although you know what great mouth yeah that's incredible i've 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 worked on them do the do the do the theme song with that of the Sex yeah. in the City. They call me Satchmo. Wow. <laughs> that was Louis Armstrong after smoking seven packs of cigarettes. I um, love, I'm a big music file. And so it always stands out when the music's bad or good. And the go back and rewatch it again. The music that ends the last scene, it's just like perfectly it's that sad beautiful French, French music. Yes. Oh, so fucking good. It was very, very good. And I heard that they had Edith Piaf on set. Yeah, they helped did. everyone out. Just kidding. She was dead by then. Um, did you did you notice when he's fighting with Carrie and he's like, don't get carried away? Yes. yes. I, I wonder. I was like, is he going to wink at all? Yeah. Is, is anyone winking? I almost did they know that it seemed like a, it seemed like a thing where after they shot the scene, someone was like, hey, did you notice? And yeah. like, we already shot it. We got to move on. Yeah. 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 I know that that seemed like a perfect opportunity. And then no one called it out or anything. There were a lot of puns. I was like, oh, this is where like the puns were cool. In this era. It, oh, it's man. A pun, it's a punny was, show. This yeah. is very punny. It, it, there's some other one episodes that are 10 times as many puns. Yeah. The baseball episode. You yeah. know what? I like them. I like the puns. They work. In yeah. this genre, they work. One other thing that I did notice that I guess is fine is that when she called him and she was at home with a Cosmo, they've never really, like, for as big a thing as the Cosmo is in the show, they've never really had a thing. They just showed up one episode. There was never a thing that was like, we love to drink Cosmos. Mm -hmm. And they just yeah. showed up, which is cool. But they hit it really hard sometimes. And I was like, if it's 1130, you're going to a lot of lengths to make a Cosmo in a martini glass at your house by right. yourself. Because yeah, a Cosmo is but Stanford was over. Degrees, I think. Stanford was over that before. Night before. Oh, so, so maybe she, that's they true. Maybe they had made like them and they had left ones. So um, when Carrie is writing her column, she's talking about um, some people believe that um, pain is growth. Oh yeah. Um, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you guys, do you guys think that in relationships? Do you guys think that that's yes. you do? It's it's a friend just yeah. told me a thing. He was talking about like, and a lot of times when you're comfortable, you know, that's fine. But like a lot of times when things are painful, that does mean that you're growing and. I had not really looked at it like that before. And I was like, which is crazy because I've like lived a life and I'm like, oh, huh. wow. Huh. Other people learned huh. this when they were 12. But it's true. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think that's true. I think that with all of life, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Like once you get too comfortable, that's usually it's usually time to it's hard. It's usually time to move, but it's also time when it's hard to move because you're like, but I'm so comfortable. Yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. Th that's just with anything that like you you're you're in you feel like something always ends and then it's done and you're like, Oh, that time is over. Yeah. You know, like it's always yeah. it's it's I don't know how to I describe heard a, it, but I heard a great thing. I, I talked to a woman this past week who she's lived in New York for a long time and she's a visual artist. Um, she was here in like 80s or 90s or something like that. And she's been here ever since. And she was telling me she was like, you know, a lot of people get really 
nostalgic and there's like things that should be a period of something that is really great and rich and then it ends and people get sad that it ends and that happens especially in New York a lot. Mm -hmm. There'll be like comedy scene or, you know, Mm -hmm. like theater scene or restaurants or whatever. And she's like, people get nostalgic for those things. But really what you should look at is that when something like that dies, instead of getting sad, it's the fertilizer for what should come next. Yeah. And she's like, and that's how you should treat seasons in your life is it's like this dies and that is sad that it's gone and you should remember the great times, but that's going to lead to what's next. And it's the fertilizer. I will say that's cool, except that analogy breaks down that when fertilizer is actually just shit. So that's implying <laughs> that the stuff that you thought was great was really just shit all along. No, but it was shit, but that's what helps build grow shit. the next plant. Sunflowers come yeah, out but of what shit. I'm saying, saying is like you're like the comedy scene was great well, and now it's dead, but it's gonna spark this new creative endeavor. But fertilizer itself is actually just doo-doo. So but it used to be inside a living body that was a cow that gave us some great milk. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, I will say, um, you know what, John? Scientists can't be poets. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unless they experience some pain, then they can. Then right. they can. Then right. they can grow into being poets. Exactly. I think by I feel like that's the benefit. One thing in New York that can be a little bit sad is like you don't have that. It's you're lucky if you have like much older people. That can mentor you. But a lot of times it's a lot of young people. I've only got this one lady. (laughs) (laughs) I have this one woman. She's my one mentor. But but yeah, like if you're in a place with like families and like grandparents and stuff, you can go to an older person and, you know. Totally. And they can say like, this is fine. Like when I. It's normal. And I feel like sometimes now it's like a whole bunch of 25 to 40 year olds that are all just like, yeah, I'm trying to work hard and do this. And there's no one to. There's just like, you don't see a lot of kids and you don't see a lot of old people. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And the old people you do see are so old. I'm not so old. So Ugh, old. I want to so weird talking about this this theme of advice. I love because old people, by the way. When, when Carrie was really upset about Big, she went to see, that's when they had their Socratic dialogue around the table with all four of the women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they didn't even try to calm her down. They just yeah, like she was they, freaking out. She too. was freaking out. That was like out. the most freaked out she's been in yeah, the show. And so they far. were yeah. literally just putting kindling on her rage because they and didn't want her to get back with Big from the first place. That's what it place. sounds like. Yeah, I feel mm. like I've been in those situations with friends where it's almost just like we've already had the conversation so many times, or I've been the person who started the conversation so many times that at a certain point, everyone's just like, "Okay, well, listen, we knew this was going to happen." Yeah. yeah. I, maybe that's how I, I don't. I just I, I think I work so much differently. Where if someone was is uh, like came to me and was like panicking about that, my first response wouldn't be to like, "Yeah, you're right." It'd be like, "Why are you in an emotional state right now? And how can we, how this can we think so about this? Uh, and and why re- like think about it clearly? Yeah, that's you are not thinking clearly right now. So instead of being like, you're right, more, 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 and like having her just spiral out of control, I would be like, deep breath. Do you think he meant to say this? Do you think he, like, is there anything that we can objectively look at and say, let's calm down? Yes. This why is, is that? The fu- why is it- it's so just clearly, it's right. That's why, like, my boyfriend's great at doing that for me. And girl, <laughs> if I go to, like, my mom with a panic sh- or my girlfriends, they just mirror. We all just mirror each other. <laughs> like, if you're in a group of, like, six girls, everyone's like, oh, God, he is awful. Like, girls, you can just, yeah. 
someone can be great and a girl can come to the group and be like, well, he's an asshole. And everyone's like, he's an asshole. You know, <laughs> no one questions it. There's like this loyalty and like emotional mirroring. Yeah, but Whereas, usually that's Miranda's job. Usually mm-hmm. Miranda's like, maybe he's not an asshole. But even her, even she was like stockpiling on the the kindling to like yeah. beat her. But that could be because she's like, yeah, I just put myself out there for the first time and then Steve broke up with me because he can't afford a suit. Which like, brings us suck. to an important part of this podcast. Oh man, that's right. So Was it, I don't think we need to do it this time. What? He didn't even get mentioned. It doesn't matter. Now that he's been a part of the podcast, we have to bring up. It's our episode it's within. It's a favorite time. It's a favorite time. Miranda. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Steve was not in this episode, so that will be the end of uh, Steve Talk. It's a favorite time. It's a favorite guy. It's Steve Talk. Miranda. Okay, that was Steve Talk, a podcast within a podcast. I loved that. So Maybe you have, have you on another time, and you can see Steve, and we can have a real Steve Talk. I can't wait. Cool. <laughs> Steve is Miranda. Steve would have calmed Carrie boyfriend. down. He would have. Steve would have calmed Carrie down. He, first of all, his voice alone would have done it. <laughs> can you can you calm Carrie down? I haven't seen. If it in if a while. if okay if can you do it? I want Carrie, to hear Steve. Uh, the sit, Carrie goes to to his bar. Yeah, Carrie goes okay. there or to wherever. Steve's bar know. to have a drink, and it's just like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. He has well, to go to Paris. Big is just gonna go to Paris. Oh, our relationship's gonna be over. Why does he do this? Why doesn't he ever? Give me what I want. You know, sometimes you gotta, I find that like maybe if you ask for what you want, things get a little easier. I have asked for what I want. I've asked him over and over again and it's like he doesn't even care. Yeah. Well, you didn't ask for this, but maybe (laughs) we can bridge the gap or you can calm down with a good French red from my bar. (laughs) Take that coat to Rome. And, and maybe you could help me out with getting and me and Miranda back together. <laughs> and stop acting like such a pisser. <laughs> You're acting like a real pisser. <laughs> Big's a complicated guy, but you know, all men are a little simple sometimes. <laughs> Just talk to his heart, okay? Oh, man. Perfect. Wow. The bar. That was, I don't even know it, but I know it was a perfect impression. I think, I, I think okay. if that scene was, was, was in right. there, this this episode would have ended a lot differently. This episode would have ended with Carrie and Big eating McDonald's, making I, surf and turf Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you guys ever heard of, uh, can you call going down on a girl eating, giving head? I never thought about that. When he said that, I, I've heard it before, yeah, I think. I know. In, uh, I never really use it, but I guess it can be. Yeah, I guess I, that just rang true. How about Will Arnett? Will Arnett. I was like, what's so funny is that first scene with yeah. Will Arnett. I was like, oh, it's so funny. He's just going to play. Like, it's funny him being just ma- regular like charming guy. And then, of course, he's like, I'm going to fuck you in front of Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually so smart and funny that they, they like, uh, uh, hit it with the that he's a smart intellectual book guy yeah it's that was a totally. very funny reveal like none of us saw that coming no at all. not at all well also great. i mean this show did a lot of things but i and I'm, I'm sure other people talked about it, but like people are way more open to talking about kinky stuff now like mm-hmm. shoes and um sh- like like buster just, you're talking about like buster, buster the shoe guy yeah. and yeah. also uh shoe the shoe fetish and the foot fetish out there 
is massive. I didn't realize that. I so I had a friend. I, I actually wanted to ask you this because you it <laughs> Alyssa, this would like be more maybe your experience, maybe not. I had a friend who He's putting his foot in front of my face. It's, uh, <laughs> so if you take off this <laughs> but I want to ask you this, Alyssa. I want to ask you this, Alyssa. What do you think of my food? Um <laughs> But I feel like I've talked to a few girls in the time in in my time in New York where they've been like, oh, yeah, foot fetish stuff is real. And I've had like weird men want to look at my feet or like I've seen or I have known someone that's been around that. Maybe that is just like people that I run into. But I I mean, I think also just like foot fetish chat room that I spend all my time in. That's just my support group. I don't know. Long toe 63. (laughs) (laughs) But. I, but I, do, I mean, I think in general, like, unfortunately, women end up just getting like the weird, creepy stories and the guy's like, huh, that happens weird. But I do feel like I've known girls in New York that have been like, yeah, I knew some dude that was like into foot fetishes or like I got invited to like, I knew a girl who was trying to make her way through um, looking for jobs for acting. And someone was like, listen, there's this party of businessmen and you come here and it's 50 or it's 500 bucks. You're there for like half an hour you don't have to do anything except just take off your shoes some of them may want to touch your feet you can say no i'm 100 in for that if you I'm in. To, send me the link I'll, yeah, I'll yes i'll go do that well that's what i thought well, actually I'm hosting I, one next week <laughs> what? i was shocked that is that just a foot fetish that that people just want to look at your feet yes yeah i totally. assumed foot fetish meant like i don't know they want to fuck your foot well <laughs> i think there's probably there's levels but i think some of it's like they want to get walked on or they want to like you know but i do think some people it's like they just like to look there's oh gosh there's have a website called wiki feet have mm. you ever heard of crush porn no that's where guys oh yeah guys masturbate or look at pornography that is women in high heels killing animals. What? Like stepping yeah. on a hamster. It went to the Supreme Court. I yeah. love the Supreme Court. You love the Supreme Court. I believe I believe that's what went to the Supreme, oh Supreme Court. There's a big court case about whether it was pornography. And it's there's nothing <gasps> naked about it. It's just it's like a hamster or like a or a mouse or something, and they take the stiletto and they kill the animal. Oh. And it's yes, yeah, oh. people like are into that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, Wikifeet and like anything, anytime you type in a famous actress's name, there's feet down there. I like, feel like that it, it's got to be less in New York because our feet are so grimy. Here. Yeah. Our feet are so fucking it's, disgusting. It's, it's disgusting. like, forget it. Subway sludge yes, toes. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you. Wow. Yeah, because yeah. when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I would take free shoes for someone to. Yeah, Touch of course. Foot, he right? didn't, and he didn't even get really. I mean, when they did the montage, he got creepy near the end. Right. He like orgasmed. Yeah, but, that was. But little... the first time, he kind of like it was like a little more handsy than being like, "Let me help you get your foot in there." Right. But it wasn't even. It didn't even come off as super creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Well, especially Blast for drop. what Charlotte's been into the past few episodes, it's so it's weird true. for her all of a sudden to like. They've kind of had written her as a more normal person, and now they're just like, oh, like I, I don't, I feel like they, they. They botched that. I don't think she would have. I think she would have been okay with it. I but her friends weren't okay with it either. Because I Carrie know. even said her overline was like, and then Charlotte realized what she had. You to know do. what that means? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't it's know. Like, some yeah, dude it means like, like a five hundred dollar pair of shoes for some guy touching my toes. Like who? Who cares? But that is weird. Like the amount of things that all, all of these girls are fine with, and now it's like, yeah, he like totally. looked at your foot and gave you. You know like, why? It's because they need Morant. They need Samantha talking some sense to him. Yeah, yeah Samantha. Samantha would have been like, "Honey, honey, honey. that is true." Yeah. 
Uh, the Mark Twain house that they had sex in mm-hmm. is at 14th, because I looked it up to see if it's real. It it's called too. The House of Death. Yeah. Ooh. 14 West 10th Street. It's a Greek revival house near Washington Square Park, which is um, near Greenwich Village with a dark history. Oh. It is probably most well known for being the one-time residence of Mark Twain, but did you know it's also the site of a terrifying, haunting, and gruesome tragedy? <gasps> Apparently two ghosts fucked in the doorway and what's crazy <laughs> ghosts don't have feet <laughs> okay um mark twain i don't know what the horrible tragedy is but it's an unpleasant supernatural experiences wow okay well it's if you want to visit it um it's at 14th west 10th street what a great pitch huge <laughs> horror something terrible i think anyway. a murder anyway anyway if you want to visit here's the address <laughs> yeah well the reviews phone. are in area blaze says it does sound like a haunted place creepy too <laughs> <laughs> what does big tool for you have to say uh big tool for you is uh a great first of all it it kind of made you realize that Stanford should have brought his A game to his screen name experience. Mm. This is what just Brian. No, plus? Rick Nine Plus. Rick Nine Plus. Oh, He's nine, nine plus inches nine on his ding dong. Ding 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 ding. Rick Nine Plus. You know, you're right. Maybe the lesson of his was like because maybe he did get stood up. He did get. Yeah. So it was just like even if it doesn't go the way it plans, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to go out on a leap. I don't yeah, think but. Big Tool for You was there, but he he met that other but handsome met guy. Also, guy. what if the twist was Big Tool for You is Mr. Big? Whoa, <gasps> he's on cyber yeah. sites. My God, Holy, awesome! That is some fan. He fiction He was never right in Paris. He was never in Paris. That mm-hmm. is some fan fiction. But he was to write. doing some French kissing okay. on Stanford's okay. nine plus ding dong. <laughs> wow, it does never get. Um, yeah. It never gets old to just think about how technology has brought to life these things that they're like, wouldn't this be weird if two gay men met on the internet and then just met at a bar and now it's like, wow, there's uh, uh, squirt.org. Yeah. Squirt, squirt, gruff, grinder. What is, is gruff a website or a chat app or what? I mean, uh, no. An app? <laughs> no. Uh, gruff, scruff? Scruff. Scruff. Okay. Scruff is one. I like gruff. I like but the, gruff. I like gruff one. where you just, you text the guy and he's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it just, I don't want to talk. Everyone's it just, on edge. It, it geolocates the nearest angry homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if people are into girls killing hamsters, like yeah. they're probably into I'm, gruff. Gruff is probably yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. You can take Bernard out for a free dinner and he'll yell at you and smell like shit. Gruff. <laughs> 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 uh, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That, I'm glad that things went well for Stanford because we haven't had him in a while. Yeah. I just can't him. handle like too many of his storylines being sad. sad. Like he got, he met oh. up on a date one time with this guy and the guy was like, just saw him and was like, nope. And walked away. And then oh. he had another one where Carrie was going to, he was, Carrie was going to marry him, I think, because his grandmother, he was trying to sh- Trick his grandmother into thinking he was straight. Yeah. So then he went, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is my girlfriend Carrie." And then he goes to the bathroom, and his grandmother was like, "You know, Stanford's a fruit, right?" And it was just like so uh, sad. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was it really was nice. He needed to a win. Was, yeah, he needed and a win. naked. That was uncomfortable for him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then he, he got his confidence back. It yeah. Was good. How Stanford got his groove back. Do you know what I thought? They acted. They kind of glorified the the waiter, waiters and waitresses at the beginning. They were just like. These are like people. They love being here. Oh, yeah. Like they're in S&M clothes. And you know that in real life, if that was a real restaurant, they'd just be like sad actors and actresses that are like, I moved here to be in Little Mermaid on Broadway. Then oh, I closed. God. And now I'm here. I know. <laughs> like, and, they, and they make not enough money. 
And it's just and like... And to go even another meta step is that all those people that were extras in the show are still sad actors and actresses. <laughs> Oof. Um, I, there was, we haven't talked about this in the past couple episodes, but there was a good, I think a good fashion moment where they do this like long walk and talk. And that Miranda's, shot was so good. It's too. this like awesome tracking shot where it's, it's Miranda, yes. uh, Miranda, too? Charlotte and, uh, Carrie and Carrie ha- Miranda has on Carrie has on like a skirt and yeah. some like kind of cool top. Now I'll say this: Miranda looked had a shirt that looked kind of like your shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. John is wearing a shirt that looks like a almost like a tie dyed cat. An right. homage to yes, to you got sweater. it for eight dollars in Eagle River, Wisconsin. There you go. Wow. Yeah, this shot is this is like what I think of when I think of sex and sex. And you just is, need Miranda or Samantha in there. I know Samantha wasn't even in that walk and talk. That was weird. No, I wonder if she had something gray. else going on then. True. Um, or, well, our, no, but I was going to ask you because like we always notice this when we have a a, a woman on the show. We're like, yeah, the fashion was good, but like we it slips by us a lot. Yeah, because for me, every all the fashion choices, I was like, so many of these are coming back. It feels like that maybe graphic they went shirt out. that Miranda had. Yeah, totally. I mean, all of this and like the high waisted here and like the off the shoulder necklaces with your name on it. Everyone's wearing tight so, stuff like thoughtiness is coming back. It's I feel what's like this thoughtiness. Is, I don't know. Kind of being like uh, I feel like I went I at least totally mm-hmm. went through a phase in college where we were all like, we don't we don't have shapes. You uh-huh. know, like try to guess what our shape is. <laughs> we, all, we all just kind of wore like big shirts. Like, yeah, 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 you yeah know? that's true. And now I, I think it's it's coming back that you know, wear clothes that are a little tighter. The, mm. um, uh, wait, who has on, what'd you say about the high-waisted? Who is that? Sarah See, Jessica Park. Carrie yeah. has on a high-waisted patterned skirt. And then like an off-the-shoulder shirt. And then a, yeah, with a necklace with her name on it. I gotta say, uh, SJP was looking cute. She looked, yeah, she looked great. I mean, yeah. I'm what, always a Kristen Davis fan, but you are. I was a big, uh, I was a big Carrie What'd fan. you think of her feet? <laughs> oh man, are you kidding? I don't even know how I would get into feet. It's so weird. I'm you guys so want to try to get into feet? feet? <laughs> <laughs> That's like your thing. That's like they tell you when we I can start to a New podcast York. about us trying to develop a foot we're fetish. Trying to, we're okay. trying, we're trying to. to get a foot fetish. I feel That'd like be, so yeah. much of my sexuality was re- repe- repressed for so long that now it's just like, you know what I'm into? Ooh, orgasms. <laughs> Ooh, my fetish, yeah. Ooh, I like the regular kind. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's funny. Um, well, I think we need to rate the show one oh to five goodness. cosmos. Let's do it. Oh, goodness. Oh man. Can I do can I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Please. I want to go first because yes, Kevin. Well, because I I don't want I really enjoyed this episode. We should um, make a soundproof booth that we go into where we can't hear other people's cosmos. Oh, hey, fun. that's true. My, it's like the confessional booth in the real world. Mm-hmm. Mm. My last one. Okay. Your last one is 2.75. Okay. So I want to put, I would like to put 3.75. Okay. Yeah, Which we never applauded him. We should applaud each other. Good Alyssa number. Applauding. I, Good I, number. I had to say it because I feel like John did not like this episode. I don't mind that Samantha wasn't in it that much. I liked that there were real stakes because the last episode had no stakes mm. um and i i i think that like we get so used to the form of how like a perfect episode should be that it's like you know what we wouldn't have had the extended fights if we would have had a whole other storyline so i'm i'm fine to like you know to do that so i really like the acting i like the stakes um and i i have been tired of big and carry for a little bit 
and I really thought that this was for their cha- ending of chapter two in their relationship. I thought the stakes were there, and it was very sad, and I was bummed out, and they got me in there in a way that that surprised me. So I'm saying 3.75. Wow. And and I'm sticking t- to it. <laughs> well, I was going to try to talk you out yeah, of no it. One, no one challenging you. No, guys, no. Well, stop. Stop. If you're going to put your foot down like that, okay. I'll go next. Um, if this were a standalone episode with with... Like like you watched it, I probably would have scored it higher, but watching it along like with all the others that we've seen, I I don't think I can go higher than a two. Wow! Wow! It, it just it didn't do it for me. Missing Samantha, like I, she was completely absent other than the first thirty seconds. She's a pretty integral part of the show, and like I think she, like like just what I brought up before, if she were in this episode. Charlotte's storyline would have ended differently. Carrie and Big storyline probably would have ended different. Like it would have just been so much different because she would have been the ridiculous one. Miranda would have been the voice of reason. I think this episode would have played out completely differently. Um, and you just can't you can't have it. It's not complete without her and being being present. Um, also, something that we didn't really give a ton of airtime to is that Carrie wasted. A fillet of fish <laughs> and a double quarter pounder with cheese. You don't do that. Yeah, that I that I can't forgive. <laughs> I get that. I get that. This was a so. Tough. What'd you give it a two? Two. Okay. Uh, were you trying to get him to change his after you said you would not change? No, he yours? said I won't give it higher than a two. So I didn't know if he's. I'll like, give it a two. Okay. Okay. Uh, this was a tough one for me because it's. It breaks form a little bit and that there's these like long fight things. Samantha's like not in it at all and is basically like and also like not very Samantha-ish. Like she's yeah. kind of Samantha-ish, but she's kind of like a prop almost. Actually, her and Stanford almost kind of flipped roles yeah. in what they usually are. Um but also I think that it does give some story stakes to the rest of the show. Like Carrie and Big broke up, which like we didn't treat it as much, but I think that's a pretty big moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was actually kind of emotional. Like I feel like yeah. it, I, I think Sarah Jessica Parker did some pretty good acting. Chris Noth's acting was it was it was like him acting like big, but I do think at one point when he like steps off the curb right mm-hmm. at the end, which <laughs> Jeremy, our producer and I were saying, how awesome would it have been if a bus would have just come yeah. like mean girl style, just obliterated him. But when he stepped off the curb, he steps off in this kind of like off balance way where it seems like someone who's just had this like emotional conversation yeah. where they're like, I'm wrecked. And, and so, his eyes were really teary. Yeah, they totally. were, they were like, yeah. Yeah. So he, he did play someone who's in like a lot of like frustrating mm-hmm. conversations. So, and um, I don't know. It was fun to see Will Arnett be a freak. So I'm yeah. going to go uh, 3.25. Okay. That's where I'm at. Wow. Well, yeah. So for me, I'll say this. It leaves me wanting more. Wow. I'm going to watch yeah. another episode. It's I'm not. It, I'm still, hooked. Yeah, it was still I want to know what happens. Yeah. yeah I want to. I want to. Yeah. I'm interested. I love the Will Arnett storyline. I thought that was very funny. That yeah. added enough humor for me to sustain me through the, the emotional part yeah. of mm. the big breakup. And yeah, I think we've all been in situations similar. So it was like nice to see it heightened in a way. Mm-hmm. And the great outfits, great shoes. Mm-hmm. I learned about foot fetishes. <laughs> I'm giving it a three. Three. Right. We got a three here. We got a three. Okay. All right. Cool. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk to you about shoes for just a, a minute. Do you have a favorite 
favorite brand we of shoes. We would be remiss. Thank God. Yeah, you have some cool shoes on Do you tonight. like these? I love yeah, those. Peek under the yes, other. some Swedish has-beens. Yes. Just, they're clogs. Um, they're great because they're closed-toed, so I don't have to have a pedicure. There but they're go. still, they got a little bit of a heel. I, I got to wear a heel. I love a heel. Mm, I yeah. rarely go out without a heel. Just gives me a little lift. Even in New York, that's some commitment. Seven miles today. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But with, think, cl- with clogs, those... With easier. that style of shoe, it's easier because exactly. there's support. I could ne- I couldn't go more than a foot with stilettos. stilettos. Forget it. What yeah. about a dance go clog? Have you ever worn a dance go clog? Love before? a dance go clog, okay. but not the same. You don't get the same mm. style payoff. Yeah, from, true. From yeah. Well, um, th- that was it. That was just that was shoe talk. Well, I feel like we're we're when when we we. He's sniffing them. <laughs> with girls, Kevin, we have take a, your Kevin, hands off Kevin. her feet. <laughs> what are you doing? Settle down. No, with the whole a, buster. A, a whole thing about as sh- shoes. I feel like we 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 dropped the ball there with having a girl on yeah. talking about that's shoe true. brands. Manolo Blahnik. Have you ever heard of that? Heard of it, but yes, <laughs> that's that's how that's much I pay for Of course, yeah. those famous Jimmy shoes. <laughs> just kidding. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we done? Yeah. Uh, we, we need to hear oh, yeah. where we can find, find yes. your stuff. You can find my stuff you. at Alyssa Limp on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you can find everything where I have shows and videos that I put out and viral tweets. Maybe viral, maybe viral tweets. Maybe a new fan of SATC. Yeah. We'll see. Awesome. We'll see. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing it. We'll post your stuff. Thanks and, for having uh, me. And yeah, maybe uh, if you keep up the show, maybe we'll have you back. Like, oh my see god! How you're doing, huh? Oh my wow. god! I I can't wait. I can't wait to watch more. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank, Thank you, Alyssa. So appreciate it. Here. Bye. Bye. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street. Tip your glass. Thanks for listening.